Check it, check it out. About to show y'all what this bitch is all about. My pin game is Saddam Hussein to your brain. So insane, I got him in chains like a slave. Never been afraid. Go against the grain like a fade. A renegade, I blew up the lane like grenades. Now what you know about writing every rhyme? Spitting every flow and body in every line. I body everybody, my body of work shines. When it's all said and done, I'm the greatest of all time. Young and reckless, they called us bitches and hoes. Only God can judge me, cause heaven only knows. Yeah. It's harder to live right when you living in sin. I used to think the best thing in life was chasing men. The preacher's daughter, I wanted fame and the glory. But I ain't tripping, cause it's all part of my story. Yeah. Dear Father, forgive me for my sins, but I'm chasing my dreams cause I was born to win. Uh. Yeah, born to win. Jill, you so right. It's the Queen's thing, baby. We bad bitches for life. life. I've been around the world 40 days, 40 nights, 40 carrots, 40 chains, Miami Vice. Mm. Top of the world, top floor, penthouses, lobster and shrimp. One day, yeah. check it, check it. 10,000, tell explicit, we going to whenever. September or November, October or December. <laughs> I could've ended that better. Or whatever. I really, really work my body, sitting in my Bugatti, chilling while I'm killing hibachi, dripping Versace, tripping. I'm a nasty girl in the nasty world. Make the classiest and rackets wanna take a nasty tour. Oh. Was an introvert, muddy, but I'm in the dirt and I'ma sing. Bullies gotta ask me for a picture first. Look the verse, did it work? Still on top. Work from the block to the Billboard charts, and I still won't stop. Smooth as a lanolet, you use a phantom Be cocked, I'm sitting on the couch watching anime. Big watch with a big chain, a big house and Biscayne. I switched out that big lane, my big mouth. They say you can't make a hoe a housewife, I beg different for a teenage love. I'm a queen though, I glow. Kick him to the side on my Mary J. Blige. I'm not gonna cry. I'm a grown-ass woman. Need a man, not a boy. Tricks are for kids and you can never play me like a toy. After everything I gave you, cooked for you, bathed you, I was every woman and I never would have played you. But too bad, you lost the best you ever had and I'm sticking for It is your boy Eli. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. Welcome. Yeah, today is gonna be type of a shoot the shit type of episode. We're gonna talk about different topics. I don't have a um pellet plan. I don't have a plan. I don't have a I don't have no notes. I don't have anything. So this is really off the fly. Really shoot the shit. Really impromptu. Um, We're going to go to commercial break real quick. Then I'm going to get into uh, the mental health check-in. And then we'll continue on. This is EDS Squad After Dark. Stay tuned. Stay locked. And we are back. Okay, y'all. Let's get into the mental health check-in. So this past week, um, first of all, I want to say apologies for the late update, upload, excuse me. Um, busy life. Um, and y'all already know, nine times out of ten, if the episode do not come out, um scheduled like Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
then nine times out of ten, the episode is going to either come out late. And if there's no episode, like if I couldn't do the episode, period, you know, I would let you guys know via social media. But for the most part, if it does not come out at 11 p.m. on Friday night, then y'all already know that it's going to come out at a later time. Um, And I really do try to get the episode out to you guys. I really don't try to make missing a week a habit because that can turn into two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and then y'all already know. So um, I'm here. It's Monday. Y'all will be getting this on Monday. Um, And, you know, stay tuned and say a lot because we got a lot of things to talk about. What I will be talking about um, that I know I will be talking about is um, two things. Uh, The Little Nas X, uh, Little Boosie situation. I am going to talk about that briefly, even though I said I was not going to bring uh, Little Boosie onto any of my platforms because y'all already know. And then I will be discussing... um, the Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Huff, Kenneth Petty situation, because there has been some updates since the last time I told you guys about this situation. And there's a lot of shit that's been going on this past weekend that um, I want you guys to um, be in the know of. So those two situations will be talked about on this episode Other than that, you know, I'm going to pick different topics and discuss and get my thoughts and opinions. But as for my mental health check-in, as for me, I was sick um, last weekend, was sick uh, throwing up, you know, the phone line. I I don't want to get too, too, too uh, specific, but um, was sicker than the dog. horrible. But for me, a lot of the times when I do get sick, it's either I don't because I really don't get sick like that. So when I do get sick, then it, it really do be an issue. Um, but um, I've noticed that I don't stay sick for too, too long, um, which, you know, shout out to my immune system. Y'all, y'all, do, y'all do what y'all supposed to do. Um, but other than that, you know, I've just been uh trying to get myself together uh physically this past week um other than that mentally i've been good like you know it sucks to be sick like cuz i'm a cry baby when i'm sick um i hate it i really do um but other than that i i've been good it's been a good week um And I'm just hoping for this week coming up um, that it's more productive. I'm able to do a little bit more since last week. I was kind of not able to. um, The the symptoms are really bad. I had to take a COVID test to go back to work. Um, Obviously, I got negative. Thanks be to God. Um, It wasn't that. But, um, yeah. So it's it's been a week. But I haven't let. Uh, it crushed me, bring me down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And I just need y'all to do that. When you have tests and you have trials coming up, do not let them overtake you. You are strong. You are powerful. You can go and get through anything you put your mind to. And I'm just encouraging you guys on today to have an amazing week and just be blessed. Um, And without further ado, let's get into these celebs, y'all. All right. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to official Ken Barbie. Because that's who I will be getting all of my stories from on today. Um, so shout out to him. Um, so let's go through. Let's see what's interesting, what y'all want to talk about. What All right. So Lizzo. I want to talk about Lizzo for a, a hot second. I've been, want, I've been really wanting to talk about Lizzo for a couple weeks, but I've just been forgetting, honestly. So... Here's my thing with Lizzo. I don't think I ever really spoke on if I liked Lizzo. I, I never gave my thoughts and opinions on Lizzo. All right, so I love Lizzo's music. Let, let's let's start there. Um, I love Lizzo's music. Um, I even like Lizzo. Like, I, I do. But some of the things that she's been doing these last uh, few months, I, I can't get with. See, here's my thing. I'm a big nigga. I'm a big. I'm big. <laughs> I'm big. And see, I'm I'm all about expressing uh, your sexuality, showing your body. Like I feel like if a Rihanna, if a Beyonce can show their body off, I feel like Lizzo can show her body off as well. Um, I I don't I don't think just because you are a bigger person that you like there's like this automatic lock on uh what you can how you want to express yourself through with your body or through your sexuality like i i just i never um adhere to that unspoken law because it's really unspoken yeah it's not like it's like really out there but people really expect big people to kind of like hide in the shadows and just be self-conscious about their weight and a lot of people are like don't get me wrong a lot of people are but there's a lot of people that you know embrace that they are a bigger person and that you know they embrace their roles and their curves and their you know uh all of you know what their body uh, entails, and I really and that's what Lizzo was, and that in the beginning, and 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 I fucked with her because of that. But see, this is my thing. I don't like when you're so pro body, no body shaming. I, I'm big. I'm gonna show. Ah, 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 ah. And then. You get on social media and like, oh my gosh, I, I'm just like, I'm just over all of the comments. I, I'm just, my mental health is not well. I, 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 I. And see, like, and if, if, and like I said, if Lizzo really, you know, was body positive and all of that, and then she got bombarded by all these comments and people coming for her, and she felt, like, defeated, I understand that I get that. We're human. We have emotions. 
But this is where I can't fuck with Lizzo. Is she does this thing where she does the I'm body positive, fuck all of y'all, I'm going to show my body off. Then she goes into the the victim shame. Oh my gosh, you guys are coming to me so hard. My mental health is just not good. And then two seconds later, it's back to the fuck y'all, my body. Like, girl, which one is it? Are you the body positive? I don't give a fuck what nobody has to say. I'm going to show my curves. Or are you the girl that's going to cry when people come for you in the comments, girl? What is it giving? It, it, to really be honest with you, it's giving sympathy. And, and I don't like using this. I don't like using this saying because the barbs have take this saying and like really went stupid with it. But in this situation, it applies. It, it gives sympathy and payola, even though I, it's not really payola, but it's giving sympathy to garner fans to pay for whatever you need to be paid at that moment or whatever you need sell, sold at that moment. It gives that. And Lizzo, I I just need you to pick a side. I just need you to pick either. And I get it as humans that we do have that up and down where one day we may feel good and the next day we may feel this, that, and the third. But it's something with Lizzo to the fact where she comes on Instagram Live and comes for us like, Oh, I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about my dress. I'm going to wear it. Okay, sis. We're not going to say nothing about your dress. Wear it. But do not go in two months on this same app and be crying and saying that you're depressed because all of these people are coming for you. It's like, it's either pick one. It's, it, at this point, it says pick one. Are you going to be the victim? Or are you going to be the person that's saying, fuck all of y'all? Please pick it and pick it fast. Because people are starting to be disinterested. They're starting to really see what Lizzo is giving. And it's not really giving much. Because now it's, again, fuck the music and what is Lizzo doing. And this is what you, and that's what you don't want to happen. Because then when the music comes, it's crickets. Nothing's, nothing's selling, nothing... nothing's going on, nothing's happening, it's crickets. What do y'all think? Do y'all think I'm bugging or do y'all feel like I'm like on the right track with this Lizzo thing? And like I said, I don't hate her. I don't, like, I, I just need her to pick a side. I just need her to pick whichever one she wants and stick to it. And that's all I have to say about Lizzo, y'all. That's really all I have to say about Lizzo. Child. <laughs> yeah, I heard what's been going on with it at the Millennium Tour. The new Millennium Tour. <laughs> all right. So if y'all don't know what the new Millennium Tour is, it's the tour with um, Omarion, uh, Bow Wow, B2K, I believe has done a couple dates this uh leg of the tour um and i think it's like sammy uh pretty ricky uh soldier boy it's like all of the early 2000s people that you know had hits um 
Well, apparently, uh, Shad Moss, aka uh, Bow Wow, um, he's he's he he he's been on social media like pressed about what's been going on behind the scenes. Um, all right, so this is what he wrote on Twitter. Uh, he says, "Too much bitching and complaining on this tour. I'm busting cats' asses every night." Every night they try to complain and take something away from me. I give a thousand percent and y'all know it. ATL, I hope y'all show together. I'm a bust y'all ass for 45 minutes straight. Try me. Then he uh, went back to Twitter and wrote, this may be my last show. I've had enough. Um, then he went back and tweeted again and wrote the following. I knew I should have waited this out. Should have rested up and did 2022 with my bro, Chris Brown. Um, then he went back to Twitter <laughs> and wrote, here's the truth. I do 15 minutes every night. I can't even do my full songs. And I still be busting folks' ass. Think the fans don't complain about my set being 15 minutes? Only way I show up tonight is if I do my full set straight up. And then Spectacular from the uh, group Pretty Ricky uh, took the Instagram and commented, uh, now little Bow Wow, simmer down now with the red flag emoji. And uh, Bow Wow replied with, nigga, you have been my opening act your whole career. <laughs> oh my God, why you do this? Um, now where's the lies magic? Oh, where's the lies, nigga? Chill out. This ain't about you, Magic Mike. I'm fucking done. And then, you know, he took the Instagram live and said a bunch of bullshit. And the girls are really fighting. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. <laughs> this is my thoughts and opinions about it. Now... When I found out that he said he was doing 15-minute sets, I was kind of a little, like, shocked a little bit because I felt like wasn't – ain't the tour, like, headline with him and Omarion, or am I bugging? I And granted, I do know there's, like, 100 people on this tour, child. So your time is limited anyways. But um, 15 minutes, I thought he probably would have got a little bit more than 15 minutes. If Omarion is not getting 15 minutes, I feel like Bow Wow shouldn't get 15 minutes either. And granted, out of all of these people, Bow Wow got the most hits. And, and this is coming from someone that thinks Bow Wow is the corniest nigga alive in 2021. I, I can't sit up here and lie and fake the funk as well. Bow Wow got hits. Um, and Bow Wow got more hits than everybody on this on that tour. So it, it is weird to me that his tour set is only 15 minutes. Um, Bow Wow, I, I just want you to not complain on social media because you signed on that dotted line. Um, you know what this tour was given when you stepped foot on day one. Um, you know these niggas because you have known and been around these niggas for years. So, again, all of this is just weird to me, but come on, it's, it's Bow Wow. 
and I would think you would be, you know, really focusing on that baby boy that has just been confirmed to be his, even though everybody under the sun knew that that baby was his. Um, hopefully he does the right thing because prior to the <laughs> the Dana coming in, I heard you was being a shitty nigga. Um which again does not surprise me. It's it, it's bow wow, and on top of that, niggas. Um, but as for this show, it's a pandemic. Thank God, thank the Lord from up above that you can even have the opportunity to go on stage and interact with your fans. Take that as a blessing and. Next time you, you 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 negotiate for a tour, make sure you're negotiating not only for the money, you're negotiating for the time and making sure if bitch I'm if I'm doing a 15 minute set or a 50 minute set, bitch I'm getting paid the same. Y'all have to start negotiating y'all deals a little bit better cuz y'all nego- y'all don't y'all let y'all team handle it and then y'all be the ones complaining. At the end of the day, when y'all could have been in that meeting room as well, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Um, y'all want to talk about Jesse Smollett? And some of y'all probably like who? <laughs> I'm not trying to drag you, Jesse. I'm not dragging you, ah, uh, sir. Um. So apparently, uh, Jesse Smollett, do you, I don't even think I really want to go back and talk about this story. All right. But if y'all know, just if y'all should know about the Jesse Smollett situation, this was a few years ago, y'all. Currently, the judge um, refused to dismiss the case. um, The trial is set to begin in November. So that's why his name is starting to be out. His name is going to be out pretty much a lot these next few weeks while the trial is going on. Um, I don't know what happened. I'm not going to pretend to know what happened. And I'm not going to see I'm I'm a type of person where I look at both sides of the fence. Now, I I can under I can see. I can see where everybody may think Jesse is a fucking liar and he staged this whole fucking thing. And I can also see the people that believe Jesse and believe that the Chicago PD is one of the most corrupt uh, police departments in the country, which they are. LAPD, you're not too far behind. And NYPD, you are in that same boat as well. But we're talking about Chicago right now. So with knowing and understanding both sides, I don't know. Like, I'm going to be real with y'all and honest. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know who the fuck is lying. 
But it's interesting to me that they're taking on this case when when there are thousands of cases more This is why y'all taxes be going up. This is why. This is why. I'm not saying because if he did lie, Jesse did create a big, big, big to do in Chicago about this situation. That he, he wasted their resources. But come on. Y'all don't. <laughs> Y'all don't do this for the white people that call the cops on y'all, call the cops on people and waste resources and time. Y'all don't y'all don't lock them up. Y'all don't go y'all don't send them to trial. Like y'all don't do none of that. But y'all doing this to this black gay man. America, y'all. Uh America. I, like I said, I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be watching this case. I'm going to be uh, delivering y'all the news on it. So we're going to see what, what what transpires, but definitely interesting. So I'm going to take a little break, y'all. I'm going to take a little break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do a couple more stories, and then we're going to talk about Lil Busset, Boosie, child, I'm tired. This is EDS Squad After Dark. Stay tuned. And we're back. All right, y'all. Let's get into Courtney Kardashian. Congratulations are in order for Miss Courtney Kardashian. Uh, her and Travis Barker are officially engaged. Uh, um, couple is different. Um, and sometimes, and, and this is why I, I, I'm with Courtney, because sometimes you have to step out of your box, your comfort zone. And I don't know if Travis Barker was out of her box over her comfort zone. I don't know. But um, to me, it looks like so. If we go down her dating history, definitely uh, different out of the bunch. But um, like I said, sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and sometimes when you get out of your comfort zone, you find your forever person. And so, you know, I'm I'm here for it. You know, they be looking good on the red carpets together. I'm not mad. Um, well. Well, I'm not mad, but, you know, somebody is tight. <laughs> uh, the ex-wife of Travis Barker, um, she took to social media and wrote, uh, temporary clothes for spiritual maintenance. Uh, she also wrote, Tupac once says, before you ask why someone hates you, ask yourself why you give a fuck. Um. So it, it seems to me that this is not over, uh, Travis. Um, and she does not like, you know, Courtney and Travis being together. And 
granted, I understand Sh- Sh- Shanna. I think her name is Shana or Shanna. Um, I understand sis because the Kardashians. You, you already know the Kardashian curse. Yeah, yeah, we we know. Um, but Courtney to me is different because she don't be in that fuck shit that Chloe and Kim and the Jenners and, and, and Kristen, all of them be in. Like, Courtney really be staying to herself, be eating her vegan food and minding her fucking business and wearing and taking care of her damn kids. She don't be in people's shit. She don't be, she don't be trying, she doesn't try to be seen or be in the mix of shit. Like, Courtney's different in that. So while I do understand the Kardashian curses, um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Um, I don't think Courtney. Yeah, I, I just think they're really gonna get married and mind their married business and be with their family. I don't. I don't see no extra shit. I don't see no spinoff shows and no like. I, I. I don't see. I don't see those stunts from Courtney. Um, but like I said, she was married to that man. Uh, she has children with him. So I, I, I can never tell this girl to get over her feelings for Travis. I I, I can never do that, but it, it would be best to understand that this man has moved on, that he is getting married to this um woman knock on wood because we do know kardashians love to uh get engaged but they also love to break up engagements as well no shade but um i i just need you i just you as a woman you as a mother need to get over the situation and that's all i'm gonna say um but congratulations to courtney congratulations to travis do y'all things Okay, yeah. Um, a little let 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 let's change the dynamic a little bit, and let's get into something a little bit more sad and serious. Um, I just want to give my condolences and my love and my light to the family of Colin Powell. Um, if you guys don't know who Colin Powell is, he's the first Black Secretary of State. Um, he passed away uh, due to complications from COVID nineteen. Um, This is what came from his official Facebook account. Um, General Colin L. Powell, um, former U.S. Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, passed away this morning due to complications from COVID-19. He was fully vaccinated. We want to thank the medical staff at Walter Reed National Medical Center for their care and treatment. We have lost a remarkable loving husband, father, and grandfather, and a great American, the Powell family. Um... Before I get into, I just want to debunk something because I already, and I don't know why they wrote this in that statement. That's the, okay, so he passed away from complications from COVID-19. And then the next sentence y'all want to say that he was fully vaccinated. I don't think that needed to be stated. Like, okay, but this is the thing. When when people write these statements of you know people passing away and then they're they're stating that they were fully vaccinated, this is what happens: the anti-vaxxers, the non-vaxxers, 
this is what this is what they live for. They live for this types of situations where something bad happens and then they can blame it on, oh, oh, he was fully vaccinated and he still died. Oh, I'm not taking that vaccine. This, that, and the third. We have to be careful because words mean things, sentences mean things. And I just felt like this wasn't worth, like that sentence did not have to be in this paragraph, like at all. Because then you have people on social media saying, oh, Colin Powell was fully vaccinated and he still passed away. So that, so the, the vaccine, this, that, and the third. I, 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 I. Hmm. What people also don't, and I hate to be this type of person, but I have to. Um, what people also don't, and, and what the Powell family I don't know. Like this is what I don't. This is the thing. I don't know if they were trying to be messy with saying he was fully vaccinated, or they were just stating it just to state it. Like I don't know. But we also have to realize, and we have to take into account that Colin Powell is an was a older man, like a man of late age, and he also had complications. Um, he was a survivor of cancer and beat that. But at the same time, we already know what COVID does. COVID attacks, attacks, attacks people that are susceptible and have other other ailments. Like I said, I don't want to say that, you know, the spokesperson or the PR team that wrote this statement was being divisive. I don't know. Cause I don't know Colin Powell's stance on COVID-19 and the vaccine. Obviously he was fully vaccinated, but um, I don't know. So I, I don't know where that this statement came from and what place it came from, but I just wanted to let you guys know that um Colin Powell, yes, he was fully vaccinated, but he also had uh, complications when he got COVID, you know, all of those other elements that he, you know, it, it still weakens your body. It still breaks you down, even though you beat it. Um, but to bring it back home, like I said, I just want to give my love, my love, my light, and my condolences to Colin Powell's family in this time. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely sad. Um, let's get into <laughs> before we get into a little boosty, uh, Let's talk about um, Sydney Star and Darius McRae. So Sydney Star, okay, yeah. Sydney Star uh, posted a Instagram picture with her and um, Darius, which honestly, I thought this photo shoot was very nice. They looked it amazing. Um, and they look amazing together. Like they really do look good together. Like all the bullshit, the fuck shit aside, they really do look good together. Um, <laughs> oh, child, this is messy. Um, so Sydney Star wrote the following. Here standing next to me is a seasoned legend act. 
actor in the entertainment industry, Darius McRae, a black heterosexual male actor who is standing aside a controversial transgender woman like myself. We are great friends, and this is a powerful movement we have made to, to let this be a lesson to the world. We are all human, no matter what. Hashtag Family Matters. Make sure y'all tune in to At The Zoo's network for baddies. My makeup, blah, 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 blah. Like there was a little video when he was all he was he had his hand on her head and one on, on her thigh. Like it, it was given. It was really given. And then he had one hand on her at like it, the the photo shoot was given. Like and then the way he was looking, child, child. So then everybody, of course, went the fuck off because, come on, black community, transgender woman, easy, easy target to be harassed and say some of the most vile and disgusting things. Um, Darius came back and took to, I don't know if it was an Instagram video, a Facebook video, a, a Twitter video. I, I don't know where he came, but I just know there was a video with him and Joe Marie Payton from the show Family Matters who played his mom. Um, yeah, they were on a video and he was basically debunking the situation and mama in the side. Oh yeah, they lying on my baby. You just... It, Child, it's not too, like, you can look at the picture, you can look at the video, and you can see, like, you can, what I really want to grasp at is that you can, words are something, words are one thing, but actions are another, and the actions of this situation, it it, it just looked, it looked. It looked like so. I, so I don't really, I didn't, I don't really want to hear. Once I seen the video with him and Sydney, I didn't really care about you know the response video because you can tell me all of that and you can say all of that in front of your quote unquote TV mom, but I I see I I see the action. I, I look I see how you look at this girl. I see how you're embracing child so he took the instagrams his instagram story and he wrote hashtag facts y'all be out here using and finessing good people and still still ain't nowhere in life um here's my thing this and then everybody in the comments oh why is he lying this that and the third He's lying because of y'all reaction to this story. Y'all's reaction and y'all's comments under this story confirms and is the main reason why this man lied. Because if he was to tell the truth, y'all would be dragging him, calling him all types of slurs, etc., etc., etc. Now, Sydney, I, I want to talk to you for a minute. You have to be. 
she's done this plenty of times. So at this point, it's not even really advice. Like this girl knows what she does. She she knows what she does. She knows if she posts a picture of a man, especially a celebrity, who people have identified and are identified as heterosexual. She knows that if she posts this picture, that there's gonna be craziness. It's gonna be World War Three. It's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a whole a whole hoopty do. Sydney, you have to do better. Like somebody really need. Like I, I don't know if because people could be talking to Sydney. I don't know if the mothers and the and and the gay mothers, the trans mothers, are they are is somebody talking to Sydney Star? Is somebody talking to her? Because let's keep it a buck. A normal I'm not gonna say a normal. I'm a transgender woman who is not a of celebrity stature. And I'm not even saying Sydney's of celebrity stature, but she is well known. So she has some type of a celebrity. A regular, degular, schmegular transgender woman couldn't do the shit that Sydney's doing and survive. Y'all already know what it, y'all already know how I gives it up with my trans sisters. And how they are one of the most brutally murdered subgroups in this country. Especially black trans women. And then let's take it out of that. Let's take it to the perception of what people think that this community already is. People already think we just prey on straight people and we and we prey on little kids. Like they, these are the things that the people on the outside looking in already think of our community. And Sydney, you are <laughs> Sydney. Got to do better. I, 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Sydney has to do better. It's like you were showing your natural entire ass on baddies, doing all types of fuck shit, and then you do this. And then you want to label yourself controversial? No, girl, you're not controversial. You're messy as fuck. And if you and, and and I don't put things on people. I don't I don't I don't wish ill will to people, but I do know what you do, there is always a reaction, a cause. I mean, excuse me, there's always an effect to the, the things that you cause. And since you have been doing detrimental shit against this community this past year, and we're sick of it. And if you're not careful, all of that shit is going to come back to you. I don't want it to. I really think Sydney Star, if she quits the antics and quit, I think she can be one of the best reality personalities in the game right now. If she was to able to hone in and stop with the messy fuck shit. That's all I have to say, that, that, child, because I was about to go somewhere else, and, and I don't want to go there. So we're just gonna we're just gonna table it. <laughs>
<laughs> we're gonna table that sector of the conversation. Let's get into Boosie, y'all. Let's get into little little Boosie. <sighs> when are y'all going to get? When are you going to understand that this man is fighting demons, fighting entities? He is fighting, y'all. Like, fighting. And and, and I don't fuck with Boosie. I would, like, never in this lifetime will, like... But at the same time, I see it. I see it. A lot of gays, a lot of people in the community see it. And I'm not talking about the the messy ones who want to drag and shade him. I'm talking about the ones that understand, know the warning signs. And that are generally looking and genuinely looking at this situation like, damn, this nigga is a fucked up human being. He's disgusting, but damn, he's fighting some shit. Yeah, so Little Nas X took to Instagram. He went on live on Instagram, and y'all know Little Nas X is a jokester. He trolls. He 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 he. That's just him. And he said that him and Boosie was working on a song, which, like, come on. I know that's a lie. Anybody under the under the sun knows that that's a lie. Well, Boosie heard this situation. He heard, he heard about it. And this is what he wrote. And I'm going to read every word because I want y'all to understand I want y'all to understand two things. That a lot of homophobic men reduce gay men to their genitals by saying, you're nothing, all you like to do is get fucked, all you like to do is suck dick. Like, those are the main two things that homophobic... No, let 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 me back that up. Those are the two main things that DL men... Because y'all are y'all are fascinated by the. This is after dark, y'all. It, it, it's not this episode is not gonna be on after dark. But I just want to let y'all know, bring tell y'all kids to go go sit down somewhere. Even though this show is never has never been a kid show, um, a lot of DL men. I, I'm a, I'm gonna give y'all a little game. A lot of DL men, first of all, the community, the, the gay community is hypersexualized in general. Um, and that's by the, the heterosexuals and that's by our community too. Because gays, y'all be knowing how the gays give it up. Y- y'all know. But at the same time, um, I noticed with a lot of DL men that they're fascinated by two things. They're fascinated by the fact that we can be out loud and live and in color and in our truth. And they're 
they're fascinated by the sexual aspect of being a gay person. Um, so a lot of the times when these DL men are spewing their uh, homophobic rhetoric, they always slip up and they always um, reduce whoever they're talking about, whether it's a specific gay person or somebody in the community. And it doesn't even have to be somebody gay. Like they'll say the same things to a transgender woman. They'll say the same things to a trans man. Well, no, actually they won't. They, they a lot of a lot of straight men like trans men. Um, we'll get into that later on. <laughs> we'll get into that on another episode. Um, but like, I, I'm saying this to say that a lot of the times it, it's the same rhetoric, and that's how you know. That's how it's like a warning sign that this nigga is fighting something because weird. So that's the first thing. So little not so Boosie wrote this. Stop trolling me, faggot. LOL. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster. A gangster who has to think to be straight. <laughs> a, a, a gangster who has to force being straight. Because according to Boosie, we're, we, we're turning everybody gay. Because it, it's very hard to be, like, it's hard in these days and ages <laughs> To be straight, like you have to try to be straight, like you have to, y'all. All my straight, like how is it trying to be straight in this day and age with all this gay shit? Like how is it? <laughs> oh lord. Okay, so shake my head. You can keep sucking dick and getting fucked <laughs> in your ass. You know, just in case y'all didn't know where, you know, little Nas is getting fucked. He's in, in his ass and peace and you hate yourself. I would too if I was you, LOL. Nas X, if you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Little Nas X only stated that him and Boosie had a record, jokingly. And this is the response, y'all. You want me to read it again? And like I said, I'm reading this so y'all understand that a lot of the times these niggas, <laughs> if you're a nigga, if the person that you're dating, the man that you're dating women, has this much disdain and this much anger towards a community that A, probably doesn't want him because, let me break this down to y'all straight niggas, because I, 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 let me do it, let me do it. Straight niggas. A lot of, we don't want y'all. And, and, and let me say it again. We do not want you. 
you guys are discussed a lot. And, and, and let me be more specific. The straight men who live in this fantasy of toxic masculinity, who lives in the scope of being a quote unquote gangster. We don't want y'all. Y'all are degenerates. Y'all don't do nothing but aid and embed in destroying the black community. Y'all sell and give drugs and aid and embed in many and multitude of addictions. Y'all kill each other left and right. Y'all fuck and and degrade and just, just y'all just destroy black women in their mind states, their emotional states, etc. And y'all think we want y'all? Not to even mention, bitch, y'all wear the same clothes every y'all y'all barely wash your ass because that's gay if you wash your ass. Like, and we want y'all? Child, get the fuck out of here. Never. Never. Let, let me make that again. Never. Boosie is fighting something bad, y'all. Any two time a man can be this trigger off of what a gay person said jokingly. And mind you, he didn't call Boosie out his name. He didn't call Boosie no fuck nigga. He didn't call, like, he literally just said in a joke that him and Boosie is working on a song together. And this dude comes with all of this homophobic, disgusting rhetoric and then tells this man to kill himself, that the world would be a better place if he commits suicide. And Little Nas X replied with some funny thing, but at this point, I don't, I don't, I don't need laughs from Little Nas. I don't need jokes from Little Nas X. I need people that know Little Nas X to be around this nigga, to surround themselves around him, because these same people that be happy, smiling, brushing shit off in your face, be the first ones to commit suicide. Be the first ones to take their own lives. And it's because we think that they're strong. We think that they're in, 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 uh, what is that word? Uh, penetrate, impenetrable. I think that's the word, y'all. I know I'm trying to, you know, write my, my vernacular. Don't be hating. No, I'm just kidding. But for real. We have to check on our strong friends. Yes, we have to make sure our, our friends that are not strong be good and all of that. But we definitely need to check on our strong friends because a lot of our strong friends are not really strong. They're faking the funk and looking and pretending like they're strong, but they're really not. And like I said, this stuff that's been going on with Lil Nas X and Boosie and T.I. and all these homophobic ass niggas, like that shit... That shit can fuck your psyche up. Bad.
And like I said, to wrap this story up, Little Boosie is nothing but a DL fuck nigga. And the two time you as a straight man can come out of jail and literally tell a story from start to finish about a two niggas having sex in front of you and you are sitting here telling the story in great graphic detail nigga something is wrong with you nigga you liked it that shit you wanted that shit and you're a, you know what i'm not even gonna do it but boosie come out we'll be back after this <laughs> And we are back. Y'all gonna like my singing voice, okay? Y'all gonna love it. Y'all gonna like it. Y'all gonna get used to it, period. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's continue on, y'all. Let's get into uh, Candy Burris. Let's talk about Candy for a minute, y'all. <laughs> Uh, candy all right so candy is in the news because um her business is reportedly being accused of owing 20,000 in back taxes um and this has been failing the same restaurant has been failing health inspections oh candy girl what's going on sis what's going on What's going on? All right, so let's get into it. So according to the folks at Radar Online, um, Candy Burris has been slapped with the second federal tax lien in a matter of months. According to court records obtained by Radar, Candy's company, Burris Tucker Restaurant Group, is accused of owing $5,156.50 in back taxes. The lien filed by the Internal Revenue Service accuses Candy and her husband, Todd, of refusing to pay up on the money owed for their 2021 bill. Candy and Todd own two restaurants in Atlanta named Old Lady Gang and Blaze. The IRS said her company owed $15,812.52 for the year. The grand total for the tax debt comes to $20,969.02. Both liens remain active and have yet to be settled with Uncle Sam. Candy's restaurants are said to also be dealing with issues behind the scenes as Blaze has struggled to pass health inspections and currently has a C rating, which is absolutely wretched for a fucking restaurant, especially a restaurant that is pay for by Candy Burris, who is rich as fuck. Old Lady Gang isn't faring much better either, y'all. The, the restaurant has a C rating. It hasn't received an A rating since February. Are you surprised with at this? Uh, why would I write, read that? With Candy being one of the highest paid housewives and having quite a bit of success under her belt, I find it hard to believe that the tax bill is too much for her. And this child. What are y'all thinking? Like, what is going on, Candy? Like, both of your restaurants are at a C rating, which is, re like, if I am going, <laughs> I'm not going to a C rated restaurant. I, I, I'm I'm just I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you, because if I go there and I see some fuck shit, I'm beating the shit out of everybody in that fucking store. 
because I don't play with food. Food poisoning is real as fuck. People really big, big ass die from food poisoning. Like, so I don't got time to sit up here and play with no fucking restaurant. What's going on, Candy? Like, sis, you are one of the highest paid rap. You're are you are one of the paid highest paid housewives in this franchise. Why aren't you paying your bills, sis? And then on top of that, why aren't you making sure your restaurants are kept up? Like I, I'm confused. Are are you not even running the businesses? Have you given all of those businesses to Todd so he can run the day to day? Like what's going on? Somebody's dropping the ball somewhere. It's a mess, yeah. It, it, it's it's it, it's a mess. It, it's highly a mess. Um, speaking of a mess, <laughs> Eve, my fave. Let me love. Love me some Eve, y'all. First of all, congratulations are in order for Eve. I think I might have said it last week that she is um having she is having a baby. Um, she is due in February. Um, she said I think she said she's due on Valentine's Day, which dope, amazing. I'm I'm really happy for Eve. Shout out to her. Eve did an interview because she's promoting her uh, her new show with Notori Naught and Brandy and Nadine Valaquez, um, Queens. Um, she went on an interview with uh, what's this man's name, child? What is this man's name? Trevor Noah. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, what is this man's name? So she went on, <laughs> she went on an interview with Trevor Noah, and she started talking about. Um, he asked about the state of hip hop, and Eve eloquently stated that you know '90s hip hop and you know today's hip hop is two totally different things and the fact that in the 90s in the 90s all of the rappers had individuality like Eve was Eve Lil Kim was Lil Kim Foxy was Foxy and granted they talked about the same things but Foxy and Kim had di distinct personalities they had distinct flows like there was always an individuality even if y'all were talking about the same things even if y'all had the same content y'all still they still made it individually theirs Missy Trina Lauren Hill, like all of these MCs had dip had different styles. And she says the days of today, there's no uniqueness. Everybody's the same. Everybody's talking about the same thing. 
everybody looks the same. And she's a hundred percent right. And I and I always I have stated that multiple times as well that there's no individuality in the in the rap game. It's almost like a copy and paste. It's like this person did it. They did it really well. It made them millions of dollars. It gave them millions of fans. Okay, let's copy and paste on the next girl and do the same thing, go the same way, and see. And at the same time, yeah, it's it's been happening, but it's been working, which is why it's continuing to happen. Why is it continuing to happen? Because these people are making money. They're making these people money. The singles and the songs are hitting. Every time. And I'm not going through no list of who it is and who is. I'm not doing that. Y'all know. Y'all already know who, who it is and who is not. But at the same time. This is 100% facts. And I just want to say, uh, just since we're talking about Eve and Queens and all that stuff, if you guys are not watching the show Queens, it is an amazing, an amazing show. If you love hip-hop, if you like women hip-hop, if you love good storytelling, Queens on ABC, Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Or if you're like me and... <laughs> Always fall asleep during the TV shows because you're hired in a Cuda Brown. <laughs> Don't judge me. Um, Hulu has the episodes on the next day. So on Wednesday, uh, it'll be on Hulu, the new episode. So support Queen, support these amazing ladies. They doing the damn thing. And without further ado, let's get into the last story of today. Nicki Minaj, Kenneth Petty, and Jennifer Huff. Before I go into this story, I just want to remind y'all that Kenneth Petty is a serial rapist and Nicki Minaj has aided and abetted this man in harassing Jennifer Huff. And Nicki Minaj has garnered and, and, and trusted her fans to also harass this woman as well. I just want to start off by saying that, um, first and foremost. Ooh, where do we, where, where do we, where do we go? <laughs> where do we go? So the blogs, neighborhood talk. Shave room. And there's more, but I'm not... I, I, there, there's the, the, the ones that are looking to be named and that want to be named. Those are the, those are the ones that are just nothing. I, I don't even, I don't even call them blogs, to be honest with you. I literally call them Nicki Minaj obsessed fan pages because that's what it is. It's I'm obsessed with Nikki. I'm a fucking barb, and I'm going to masquerade as a blogger because 
posting Nikki pictures, talking about Nikki, following Nikki is borderline obsessive. And I don't want to look, look as a fucking creep, but you look like one regardless. Anybody that is defending Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty is a fucking monstrosity of fucking evil. And, and, and I said it. I said it. But let's let's back up a little bit. So these blogs. <sighs> have not talked about this situation and this story have not said a word about this Jennifer Huff lawsuit since the beginning. But all of a sudden, y'all think Nikki won. So y'all run to y'all blogs to report it. And, and like, it didn't do nothing but show the bias that y'all have for this bitch. And I don't give a fuck. I'm calling her that and the above. If you don't fucking like it, get the fuck off my podcast. And and that's what the fuck I said. But like I said, y'all showed y'all biased when y'all did not post not one, not an iota of information about this lawsuit, but ran, ran as fast as they could to their blog and their fan pages to lie and say that Nikki won the lawsuit. Nikki didn't win a, a goddamn thing. Let me break it down for the people that don't know what, what's going on and, and the people that read these blogs and, and <laughs> thought that Nikki won this lawsuit. Nikki didn't win shit. This is what happened. Jennifer's lawyers asked the judge for a default, a default judgment. Why? Because Nicki Minaj was too busy talking about this vaccine, too busy talking about Jesse's black fishing ass, too busy harassing and, and aiding and embedding the barbs and harassing this woman, too busy. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Other other people with other bloggers will go that I'm not gonna go down that road. I don't know if this girl is using drugs, but allegedly I've been around people that have used certain substances and the way sis twitches, the way sis does certain things, it gives that, but I'm not gonna go down that road with y'all. But what I will say is sis has been preoccupied doing all of that shit. Too busy taking pictures with Rihanna and posting pictures with her and her rapist husband. Like, just doing all of this, but not responding to the lawsuit. And that's that's what it was. That's what it came down to. Her time had passed. Jennifer's lawyer asked for a default judgment of $20 million from Nikki and Kenneth. Nikki's lawyers, she finally got on the ball. Nikki's lawyers got the default judgment basically denied. So that's what, it is not even a win. It's basically Jennifer is not getting the default judgment because Nikki responded, even though we all know she did not respond in time. Because like the lawyer 
was in real time telling us that this lady has not been responding. Her law firm has not been responding. So Jen is not getting a default judgment from Nicki Minaj, even though Jen's lawyer is actually trying to get that denied. He he he's really trying to get the default judgment because Nicki did. She was lackadaisical. She was too busy trying to get the story to get snuffed out. She was too busy looking at her perception of what people think of her instead of doing what she needed to do and do what's right for her family. And that's answered this lawsuit. Well, Kenneth, because we found out that Nikki separated herself from Kenneth in the lawsuit. So Nikki has her own legal team and Kenneth is supposed to have his own legal team. Even though, as of a couple days ago, it, 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 it was stated that Kenneth does not have no legal team. But I don't know if it, as that has changed since today. But the last time I was told, Kenneth does not have a legal team. So basically, I don't know what they're trying to do. It, to me, it really seems that somebody said this as well that I was listening to. I wish I could remember and I would give you the the credit. But um, they, I believe that they're really trying to, they, they're trying to, because they know Kenneth does not have no fucking money. Like, come on. Kenneth does not have $20 million. The nigga don't even have $100. We know that this, the, the, they're able to prove that this nigga don't have no fucking money. So what they're probably trying to do is trying to get uh, a load ball offer. Like, we'll give you this amount because we can't give you the full $20 million. That's what I feel like they're doing in Kenneth's behalf. That's why he doesn't have a – it's just weird. Very weird. But um, like I said earlier – Jen's lawyer is trying to get the default judgment. So he, I think he wrote a letter to the judge stating um, how Nikki has been preoccupied um, with being on social media and doing all of this fuck shit, but she has not had the time to answer a lawsuit that she knows about because she was taunting this woman about the lawsuit on social media. But this is y'all fucking queen. This is y'all queen. This is who y'all call queen. So a lot has been going on this past weekend regarding this whole situation. Shout out to Nosy Whole Live, um, who is a blogger. She is a celebrity blogger. She gives celebrity tea. And she has been in close contact with Jennifer since December of last year. So it's been a, almost a year that uh, Nosy has been in contact with Jennifer Huff. 
there's been a lot of fuck shit when it comes to lies. There's a lot of lies. So I just want to tell my my people, my subs, my, the people that are listening to this, that there is going to be a lot of lies from the people that call themselves Nikki fans, like Tasha K, uh, Black T Blog. All of these bloggers are going to come up with a million lies this week. I already know it. I already feel it in the atmosphere. I already, I, I, I see it and I feel it that there's going to be a lot of lies about this woman this week coming from them. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, we're going to take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you guys about Clubhouse. Because Clubhouse was honestly the destination of all of where all of this fuck shit went left. And went all over the place so i will tell you guys all about that we're gonna take a little break and when we come back we will get back into it this is eds squad after dark stay tuned and stay locked and we're back Let's get back into it, Joel. So we was talking about um, the default judgment and the case and the blogs lying and making it seem like Nikki won when she did not win shit. Um, let's go into Clubhouse. So Nosy, like I told you guys, Nosy whole whole live um, is a celebrity blogger. She's no, she has known Jennifer since December of last year. Um, I've been following Nosy. Oh, child, it's been a few months. It's been a few months I've been following her. Um, a lot of lies have been coming out <clears throat> recently. The first lie was that Jennifer is going to Good Morning America. Um, Black Tea Blog, um, reported that and said that Jennifer, because she took a picture in front of the Good Morning America studios at three o'clock in the morning. Um, so apparently she was, you know, going on Good Morning America, um, which Jennifer debunked, uh, nosy debunked, hot shot radio debunked. All of these people are debunking that this that that was that's not even you know happening mind you you have the barbs on twitter tagging you know good morning america tagging jennifer and you know just making this big hoopla over an interview that's not even happening um and even if an interview was happening, so what? Jennifer deserves her story to be told. She deserves to let people know about them fucking petties. I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, the barbs were going crazy. 
about that. Uh, so Nosy went on Clubhouse and she basically said that she was going to have a a Clubhouse um, discussion later in that evening with Jennifer. She was going to bring Jennifer on. She was going to bring a couple other people on, and we were just going. And she was going to let Jennifer speak. She was going to let Jennifer talk. And say whatever Jennifer, you know, wanted or needed to say in that moment. Um, I was very um, excited because I have not heard from Jennifer since the real interview. And, you know, I just wanted to see how she was doing. I wanted to see if everything is, you know, good. And I can only imagine with her just finding out that all these blogs is lying about this lawsuit, saying that she lost. And just like, it's just all this unnecessary, like, hate and drama and harassment to this woman. And it's just like, why? For, for what? For what? So, you know, later in that evening, they had the clubhouse um, where I was told there was almost a thousand people, like totality, I believe there's a th- over a thousand people that came in, came in and left and, you know, whatever in that room. Um, Jennifer came in um, and... She just talked about how she just over people lying on her. Like, she doesn't care if y'all are dragging her because y'all been doing it from the beginning. And she just knows that that comes with the territory, sadly. But she's not with the lies. And we and we know who's the main culprit in lying. It's Tasha K. Tasha K is the main fucking Liar. <laughs> Tasha K went on YouTube. Uh, either it was this. It either was last week or the week before. Went on YouTube and basically lied and said that this man Black, the man that Jennifer and Nikki knows, and honestly, he was the one that bridged the. Co- the phone call conversation that Nikki and Jennifer had. This bitch is going to get on YouTube, Tasha K, and lie and said that Black is schizophrenic, this, that, and the third. Black don't know what the fuck is up and what's down. Uh, Black don't even know if he's talking to the real Jennifer. Like, it's all of these lies. But this is how I know this bitch is something's mentally wrong with her because you said all of this shit about Jennifer not being real, but then you um, you end your video with saying that you're you're um looking to get an interview with Jennifer in the coming days. Like, girl, why would you get an interview with Jen, with the person that you that you've been saying that is not the real victim? Like, girl, you are a liar. You are doing this for clicks and views. And I really hope and pray that 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 since you're doing all of this and neglecting the fact that you are facing 10 years in federal prison for getting involved in R. Kelly's situation, I would think 
that would trump anything when you have two kids one who is still a toddler i would be i would i would be worrying i would be making sure that that shit is handled girl but i also understand why you need to be doing these videos girl you need the money for all these legal fees not only this case but the case with cardi because bitch you're going to be paying cardi money for lying and saying that this girl has stds and all of this other fuck shit that you said on camera see my problem with tasha k is that since you worry about the wrong things when you have a family and you have children to be worrying about you could be potentially leaving your baby and you're sitting here worrying and you're sitting here caping for nikki and that serial rapist kenneth petty make it make sense to me and on top of that let's add another layer tasha k said that she was a victim of sexual assault so as a woman who was also sexually assaulted how can you get on your platform how can you get on your platform and victim blame this woman? You're sick, and you are, and and and, and you know what? Do this whole weekend. It really made. It really showed me that she is. Her and Nikki are one and the same. They're narcissists. They're liars and they'll do anything to get the heat off of them. So they're one and the same. So I, I, I understand and I see why, you know, Tasha K and Nikki are cool because they're literally one and the same. Like I said, Jennifer came on. She just wants people not to lie on her. She's just tired of the lies. And then they opened up the floor to, you know, the room and people came in and gave their, you know, prayers and their well wishes and just giving Jennifer encouragement because this is like, imagine you are a normal, regular citizen and you have to fight legally a multi-million celebrity and everything that comes with that, the harassment, the trolls. Like, just imagine you being in that, in that situation. There were some barbs that, you know, came in and tried to distract the group. But honestly, they didn't even really distract. They honestly showed the people that didn't know this story. Because I, I know I noticed on Clubhouse a lot of the times these people really just come into the groups that they see that have the biggest following. And they come in and they listen in. And sometimes they don't know what's going on. But I'm saying that to say that these barbs are mentally unstable. They showed their they showed their ass um, on Clubhouse and it, it, it was sad and it was disgusting that they were doing this towards this woman. 
but it really showed the people that don't know this situation that these fans and that this stand culture is really mentally unstable. It, it, it's creating mentally unstable people. Somebody came on to the clubhouse room and, you know, gave their light. They gave their love to Jennifer. And in the midst, they asked if they can donate, if they can get, send her money, if there's a cash app. And Jennifer does not want that. Jennifer doesn't want people cash apping her. She doesn't want people sending her gifts. Like, she, she does not want none of that. But, you know... People want to be generous. People want to give their money and, you know, their resources to people that they, you know, feel deserve it. And um, something in my spirit told me that whether Jen says that she accepts cash apps or she does not, somebody in this room is going to record it. And they're going to twist it and make it seem like Jennifer is begging for money. Because that has been one of the Barb's um, gripes with Jennifer is that she is grafting after money. All she cares about is getting Nikki's money. No, what she really cares about is y'all leaving her the fuck alone. But since you and your fucking master won't leave her the fuck alone, run me my fucking money for my pain and distress. Run me my money. And then maybe that will tell you to, maybe that will shut you the fuck up. The room was good. The, I'm telling you guys, the dialogue in that room was amazing. Even though there was some, there was a lot of entities in there, like um, Woody Woodpecker came through. Tasha K, she came in. Her assistant came in and out. Armand Wiggins, the YouTuber Armand Wiggins, he came into the room. Amber Rose came into the room. Like, a lot of people came into the room. And that's only the people that we, like, know. There could have been other bloggers. There could, Hell, Nikki ass could have been in there. Because it was confirmed that Nikki was in a Barb room earlier that day telling Barb's what to say about Jennifer telling Barb to drag Jennifer. And that's been confirmed by multiple people that I don't have the screenshots for. So I personally can't uh, send those screenshots to you guys to let, to, so you guys can see. But, you know, the people that told the story, I definitely believe 100%. And... Um, it just goes hand in hand to what she's been doing to this woman from the beginning. She has been on social media liking Barb's comments, retweeting uh, Barb's comments, following Barb's that are dragging Jennifer. Like, we know this because we see this. 
So it's it's not far fetched that she was on Clubhouse doing that same fuck shit. Um, the room eventually ended because a bar got on there and it was a whole kerfuffle. But uh, we was able to get back on and basically retain the same amount of people. Um, they were on all night. Like, I'm telling you, I went on Clubhouse. Like, the Clubhouse started at 5.30. And I got off at Clubhouse at 2 o'clock in the morning. And when I got off at Clubhouse at 2 o'clock in the morning, they still were talking. Like, they still were going on. Like, my ass had fell asleep. And I had woke up and went to go turn my phone off. Nosy said that they were on Clubhouse all night. Like, she fell asleep. So, so that clubhouse, that room was on all day. Um, but like I said, a lot of information. I, I got to hear Jennifer and see that she is, you know, going through the motions, but she's she's pushing on. She she's trying to move forward. She's trying to push on, and y'all barbs are making it worse because now it's. It went from Jennifer's a liar, she's clout chasing, etc. Now is Jennifer is money hungry. She's grafting after money. She's trying to get donations, etc., etc., etc. When if you were in the room, you know that Jennifer did not want the money. She didn't want the donations. If anything, she was trying to figure out a way to set up a, she said she kind of wants to set up a nonprofit for domestic violence and sexual abuse victims. And which I think that's an amazing, amazing way to give back. Um, But that's in the infant, infant stages. Like that was honestly an idea. So she's not asking for money. And that's what the barbs, the the bar fan pages, that's what they're running with at on today's um in these last couple of days. And like I said, with you know Tasha K being in and out of the room, she's gonna make up a whole bunch of lies. You know, she lied on nosy saying that, you know, bitches is look like it's just like Tasha is a liar. She is a known liar. I don't know how anybody believes anything they she says. She lies so much. So much. So much. She's a narcissist. She doesn't care about nobody but herself. She's a trash-ass human being. Like... Don't get me wrong, Wendy ain't shit, and Wendy did some fuck shit, but it's just something different with this bitch. It just, it, it's just something. It just, uh, it's just a different type of evil with this bitch. It's a different type of evil. But you don't gotta worry. I, like I don't have to worry about Tasha K. I don't have to worry about a uh, uh, Nicki Minaj and her serial rapist Kenneth Petty, and he is a serial rapist. Um, it was com- confirmed and 
stated that not only did he rape Jennifer Huff, he raped a uh, mental mentally ill uh, person. He raped a girl who was under who was ten at the time. Um, he raped he molested Nikki because he met Nikki when she was underage and he was a grown ass man. And he molested one of his friend's sisters when they were underage. This man is a fucking animal. A fucking animal. He is disgusting. He is trash. You can look at that. You can look at that dirt bag and see that he's a fucking animal. He is a serial rapist. And I'm going to say this one time and then I'm the fuck up out of here. And I'll see you guys next week. But I just want to say this. Kenneth Petty is a serial rapist. And Nicki Minaj aided and embedded that man and her fan base to attack and harass Jennifer Huff. And I said what the fuck I got to say. Fuck Kenneth Petty. Fuck Nicki Minaj. Fuck the Petties. And fuck the barbs. I'll see you guys next week. I love all of y'all. Peace. This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.